live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. How you doing, everybody? It is 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that means you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. This is Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and we're broadcasting live from the White Mountain Range, Green, uh, Live Free, or not Green Mountain, White Mountain, Live Free or Die State, and that is the state of New Hampshire, ladies and gentlemen, and we've got producer Eli in the building. Started just about a minute early tonight. We saw Pete Santilli had some technical issues from the Mike Lindell election summit in Missouri. But we're going to bring you up to speed on all that. We've got a great show lined up. Let me give some live shout outs. Tommy Lance in the building. How you doing, Tommy? Tommy, have you shared? And where did you share to? That's what I'd like to know. Midnight, 350. Have you shared, and where'd you share to? Peg, how you doing? Thank you, Peg, for joining in tonight. We appreciate that. Dautet, T-Man, 1202. How you doing, T-Man? We got Lord Fishy in the building. Roxanne, Nolan Wallace, have you shared? And where'd you share to? R. Prunell, how you doing? Hair 2 is in the building. Cindy, how are you, Cindy? Good to see you. Brian with a Y, have you shared? And where'd you share to? Kelly1988, Crying Chuck, and one more here. Let's give it to Lowry. Lowry, how you doing? LFA. And Bruce from Milton, Florida. Have you shared? And where'd you share to? We appreciate you guys uh, being here tonight. Now, I also, just like yesterday, uh, apparently I'm the only one uh, who experiences uh, trouble during my show when it's a rumble outage. Um, The reason for Pete Santilli... Uh, dropping out tonight was not a Rumble problem, but it seems like Rumble gets attacked when my show is on. So much like yesterday, I re-uploaded my morning show because we record everything here on our end. And uh, now you have the, the the morning show. You actually have the entire show, that which we I, I put in, I don't know, maybe a couple hours ago, I uploaded the uh, the recorded video. So now you guys have that. So while you guys are sharing out, while you guys are getting the word out, we have a message from Donald J. Trump, President Donald J. Trump, concerning the Republican Party, specifically, moreover, the ones that are wasting time running against him. Florida girl, you're very welcome. Got my shirt today. God bless you, girl. Thank you very much. Roll it. Great polls just out, leading by 40, 50, and even 60 points. Who expected that? I did. Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, all very strong, but also leading Biden very big. The sanctimonious is crashing. Perhaps the party should come together. People should drop out of the race. We unify and we beat Biden and the Democrats. They should be easy to beat because our country has never been in worse condition than it is right now. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And I uh, and, and Donald Trump is sending the RNC and the mainstream media into a frenzy because they don't know what he's doing concerning this debate. They don't know if he's going to show up in, in, in Wisconsin. They don't know. They have no idea. And Donald Trump is doing this on purpose to keep them on their toes because there are many options for Donald Trump here. Thank you, Mateo. God bless you for the $45 rumble rant. 
You understand the importance of LFA, and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. What are the options for Donald Trump here? He runs counter-programming and does an interview, maybe with Tucker Carlson, completely overshadowing the entire RNC debate. That sounds like a great idea. What's another one of his opportunities here? Hold a town hall question, uh, question and answer style uh, event out of nowhere, maybe right in Milwaukee. That's another option. Another option is for him to send a surrogate in his place to debate while he runs counter-programming against them. Either one would be acceptable to me, but CNN is all flustered. They have no idea what he's going to do, and they're already spending precious airtime talking about it. This man understands exactly how to play the cat with the laser. It's incredible. Roll the clip. Right. Well, good morning, Poppy. And yes, you're right. The All indications that I'm getting from Donald Trump's team is that he is not going to participate in that debate next week. Of course, with the hedge, which I included in the story, is that this is Donald Trump we're talking about. I've covered him for years, <laughs> and his team tells me that there's always a small, cha- a small chance that he may decide in the 11th hour that he ultimately wants to go. Of course, there's logistical questions to whether he would even be able to do that. Um, but most likely, he will not be on that debate stage next week. And instead, he, tr- Donald Trump himself has been personally throwing out ideas for counter-programming. There have been discussions between Donald Trump's team and Tucker Carlson about an interview uh, around the same time on Wednesday. Um, Of course, this all comes as Donald Trump is feuding openly with Fox News and Rupert Murdoch and uh, Tucker Carlson clearly has left uh, Fox News. And so some motivations there, I think, behind the scenes. Um, I'm also told that Donald Trump's team wants some of his surrogates to represent him at the debate, especially if he is not there. People like uh, Byron Donalds, a congressman from Florida, as well as Matt Gates, uh, Matt Gates, another congressman from Florida, and Kerry Lake, uh, the gubernatorial candidate in Arizona. Um, all of these people potentially there to represent him in his absence. And one more thing, Poppy, that I find really interesting that I've been picking up in my conversations is that Donald Trump has been telling people, uh, you know, this week even, that there was a dinner last month where Fox News executives, the president, Jay Wallace, as well as uh, their chief executive, Suzanne Scott, they traveled to Bedminster and encouraged Donald Trump to participate in the debate. And Trump personally is telling people he thinks that shows that Fox is worried about ratings without him. And so he's feeling like he's in a strong position not to attend. He is in the strong position not to attend. Now check this out. There's also talks that he could be doing something with Joe Rogan because after him and Joe Rogan actually officially met uh, two UFC pay-per-views ago, um, Joe Rogan has been like red-pilled. You know what I mean? Now, again, I know none of us put stock, political stock into Joe Rogan, but that's not what we're trying to get. Joe Rogan has the largest podcast audience on planet Earth. So imagine, if you will, just for a minute, let's go down hypothetical highway here. Imagine he sends Carrie Lake in his place to debate the other know-nothing Republicans about election fraud. What are they going to do? Cut off a woman? They're going to shut her up? She can't. The mainstream media can't control her just like they can't control Trump. Send Carrie Lake, do counter-programming with either Tucker Carlson or Joe Rogan. You would dominate the airwaves. And those of which you didn't dominate, Carrie Lake would be dominating. And you win them both. You take them both on. That, ladies and gentlemen, is media dominance. And I support either one. I support either one. What say you? Let us know in the comment section. And as a matter of fact, because Rumble has been so wonky lately... Let's bring up right now, if we can, the Rumble chat, and let's all have a conversation. What say you to that idea? Great idea. He's great. Absolutely, Jeremy. Cause not enough. Not sure what that means. Pay-per-view. There you go. Sounds good to me. When is the debate? Next Tuesday. Next Wednesday, I believe. Um... Yeah, he should bring it on Joe. I mean, Joe or Tucker, either one. I'd take him. Either one would dominate the airwaves. You know that as, as well as I do. Let's slow this down for a minute. Yes, I'm all for it. Let's go. Great idea. I mean, why not win two at once, right? Kill two birds with one stone. Dominate the airwaves on both sides. Carry Lake for VP. Jeremy, what's up? What's up, Bumblebee? Need to hear the truth. Super idea, J.K. Alba. VR Bordner. Sounds good to me. 
Tucker, thanks, Jeremy. Great idea. I would like him to do the interview with Chuck, Joe or Tucker. Me too. I love the idea. Let's go. Great idea, Jeremy. You always have great ideas. Well, you know what? I, I mean, I'm just saying the surrogate idea is not my idea. But to have them to dominate both, I mean, I think that's the key, right? It's not really my idea. Just dominate both. Genius idea. This is what we have wanted. Let's do it. Carrie Lake is great in debates. Yes, she is. She's dominant. She is dominant. What are they going to do? Shut her off? I don't think so. Dang, this feed is fast, says Carol. Uh, excellent idea. He's a mastermind. Great idea. Tucker Trump. Great idea. Yeah, two, two birds with one stone. Look, we're trying to get the most out of our, we're trying to get the best ROI. What's the best return on investment? Well, the best return on investment is clearly dominating the airwaves on both fronts. I think he has something planned. I think he has something planned. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, tonight I want to read from Jesus Listens, if I can. And I want to thank you guys. Um, look, we got a lot of people who donate in different ways. Some people donate in ways of buying from our store, which you can definitely do so, jeremyharrell.com or LFA TV or LFA TV.us. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have an overstock list there as well. We have Armor of God stuff. Look at this. Armor of God, the white and the black. Freedom t-shirts, LFA t-shirts, you can't beat God t-shirts. This is overstock. This is all $15 or less. Or if you purchase anything from up here, you can pick something down here for absolutely for free. One per purchase. So for those of you who, do, who go to our store and support us there, Rise Up Coffee, those of you who use our promo codes on like MyPillow and stuff like that, those of you who donate during Rumble Rants, those of you who are monthly donors to the show, like you guys have no idea. I mean, maybe, maybe you do. When I say powered by the people, protected by God, this is why we are autonomous. This is why we can do what we want. This is why we can say what we want, and this is why LFA will continue to rise. I want to kind of give you guys, since you guys are the investors of this you guys are like basically employee-owned, right? Since you're the investors of this network, of this program, let me give you some insights as to how much we've grown in one year. Last August, through the first, I was doing some analytics yesterday and some budgeting and looking forward on what we need to continue. And I looked at last August, year over year. And last August, in the first 16 days of the month, we had 500,000 views. In 16 days. In August of 2022. In August of 2023, in the first 16 days, we had 2.45 million views. We went from 27,000 followers to the page to 63,000 followers in a year. And we have increased our viewership in a day by five times. Now, obviously, we've increased the number of shows we have. But that goes to show you what we're capable of without corporations, without big tech. That goes to show you what we're capable of, and we have just, just scratched the surface. I want to say congratulations to all of you, because without you, we don't do this. Without God, none of, us ha none of this happens, and I just want to keep you on the up and up, transparent with our numbers, with our income, where we are with our need, and where we're going. And by the way, folks, we are well on our way to $60,000 this year, going out from the Slurp Fund. And I can imagine that everybody that's been a recipient of that Slurp Fund is very, 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 very grateful. Let's keep going. August 17th. I'm going to read from Jesus Listens tonight instead of Jesus Calling. When I'm feeling overwhelmed by my circumstances, please remind me to spend time focusing on you and listening to you. I love to hear you saying to me, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. So what is a good way to listen to the, to the word of God? Well, the word of God is the very word of God. So when you have a Bible app that you can uh, listen to that will go through the entire Bible with some kind of a gentle voice, man or woman's gentle voice, preferably man, because you want to envision the word of God and you want to hear it, I'm telling you folks, it does something different to you than when you just read. Now, I'm not saying do that in place of reading. You definitely want to feel the weight of the, of the, uh, of the word of God in, in, in the paper of the book. But also, take time once in a while to listen to audio because you really do hear your father talking to you. Listen to you while I'm feeling stressed requires a lot of discipline and a lot of trust. My racing thoughts 
make it hard to hear your gentle whisper. And in most cases, folks, you won't even be given the opportunity. You, you will be denying yourself the word of God because you'll be like, oh, I just got this to do or I just got that to do. That's Satan. So I'm thankful for the help of your spirit who calms my mind when I ask. I rejoice in you, the Prince of Peace, who are with me at all times. Not only are you with me, but you are also in my circumstances. You are in control of everything that happens to me. I know that you are never the author of evil, yet you're the able to take bad things and use them for good. This doesn't always remove my suffering, but it does redeem it, infusing it with meaning. So whenever I'm in the storm of difficulties, I listen for your voice saying, take courage, it is I. It's very powerful to listen once in a while as well. Audios are really good. The audio of the Bible is, is done wonders for me. And I hope it will do wonders for you as well. So in Jesus' name, let's go to the Lord in prayer now. Please remove your hats and let's bow our heads. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to welcome all newcomers from last night's episode as well. We had about 6,500 people watching yesterday. Featured on the front page of Rumble. That always helps. I want to thank you all. And if you're coming back for the second time tonight, please make sure that you scope out the rest of the LFA TV shows throughout the day because our hosts are energetic, they're full of knowledge, and you're going to get it from a different perspective. Everybody is passionate about something different. And also, give them a like as well. And I'd like to thank right now Moon0704. Bless our LFA family. Use where needed with a $100 donation. Thank you. God bless you. First slurp of the day. Here we go. Lisa says, Jeremy, what happened to this morning show? It's there. It's just a recorded version. So after the morning version, you'll see up higher on the list, I've put the morning version or the recorded version in there because Rumble crashed when we were doing our show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a lot has happened in the news today. So we are going to start our first and foremost section with breaking news. Roll it. All right, everybody, breaking news coming out of Georgia today. Major, major, major shift in the case, a major swing in the case in the uh, Georgia Fannie Willis, Donald Trump indictment and arraignment coming next week. Thank you, Roxanne. God bless. Ladies and gentlemen, State Senator Colton Moore today as a Georgia State Senator officially called for an emergency session to review the actions of Fannie Willis. America is under attack, he said. I am not going to sit back and watch as radical leftist prosecutors politically target political opponents. Amen. And I want to right now go ahead before we even get this underway and give this man the Smarty Award of the day. Roll it. Ladies and gentlemen, Smarty Award of the day today goes to State Senator, Georgia State Senator, Colton Moore of Senate District 53. I am so glad, I am so glad to see people standing up that are actually in positions that can stand up. So I'd like to put this on the screen for you right now. This is a letter. This was the letter sent by Colton Moore. Let's pop this on the screen. Thank you very much. There it is, Colton Moore, Georgia State Senator, August 17, 2023, to Governor Brian P. Kemp, Office of the Governor. And there you can see it's official right there. Let's read it. Dear Governor Kemp, we, the undersigned, being duly elected members of the Georgia House of Representatives and Georgia Senate, and comprising of each of its respective House, pursuant to Article 4, Article 2, Paragraph well, you got that as much as I do. I, can, I can't see it from here. Hereby certify to you in writing with a copy of the Secretary of, to the Secretary of State that in our opinion of 
emergency exists for all purpose to include, or excuse me, I, I skipped one, in the affairs of the state requiring a special session to be convened under that section for all purposes to include without limitation the preview or the review and response to the actions of Fannie Willis. Sincerely, Colton Moore. Now, I apologize for my reading there. This is pretty far from me, and it's kind of tiny on the screen. Uh, hopefully, you guys could read it well. It looks like it's coming through well on the, uh, on the broadcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is huge. This is big news, okay? This is what we need to happen. We need elected officials to get off of their duffs, and we need them to do this stuff. Now, as you know, we have people in Georgia who are very, very, very close to this matter, to the state legislature there, and they're saying rely on the Senate bill law that was passed this June that Governor Kemp will remove this person if they have any kind of malpractice due to anything that they've, uh, you know, to any of their investigations. I do not want to rely on Brian Kemp and Brian Kemp alone. I am sorry. I back what this man, Colton, is doing. Why? Because you need people to speak up from positions of their power that the people in their districts gave them to represent them. And if you don't have people speaking up, are we going to rely on Brian Kemp to do anything? I mean, honestly, like I'm, I'm just, I'm done. I'm done on the Brian Kemp's. I'm done on these wish-wash rhino governors. I do not care about anything that they do until they start doing everything that they're supposed to do. I do not care. This is what we need. And I, I applaud Colton Moore for this. And the newly elected Senate bill law that I'm talking about is Senate Bill 92. And this is what the, and it's all going to go back to this, trust me. It's all going to go back to Senate Bill 92, and Brian Kemp's going to have to do something. But this puts pressure on Brian Kemp from the state legislature. Not those rhinos in the state legislature that are like, this is our chance to take back our party. This is our chance to take back power from Donald Trump, because we're a bunch of know-nothing dorks. Now, Victoria says, I bet Kemp denies the request for special session. I guess we'll see. That's why more pressure needs to mount. More pressure needs to mount from the Georgia legislation and how, or legislature. And how does that happen? The people in Georgia. Getting a hold of your people in Georgia and saying, I demand this now or I will truly make your life a living hell when it comes to the next, next, uh, your next campaign. I will make it my mission to make you lose everything that you ever run for ever again. It has to be that kind of rhetoric. It has to be. Your, your, your representatives in Georgia need to know that you're not farting around anymore. I will literally donate 10% of my earnings of my life to making sure, and so will every one of my friends, to make sure that you never win dog catcher ever again. It's got to be that kind of talk. I'm not saying threaten these people with anything other than your vote, your dollars, your support. Trust me, when you get lit, when you get lit up like that as, a, as, as an elected official, the last thing you want to do is piss off your constituents. Trust me. But you've got to have that kind of a, um, you've got to have that kind of passion and that kind of rhetoric when you're reaching out to them. Now, Newt Gingrich went on the Charlie Kirk show today. And do you know what he says? He says that somebody in D.C. told him that the White House literally reached out to Fannie Willis and demanded she indict Trump on Monday. Do you believe that? I do. I believe every single time the House Oversight Committee, the House Judiciary Committee, the House Ways and Means Committee. I believe every time any more dirt comes out about anything that would lead to Obama and the Biden crime family and Hillary and everything, I believe, okay, we got to uh, we got to unload this now. We got to unload this now. We got to unload this now. Roll it. That I am told, this is hearsay, but I am told by a reliable source that Friday evening somebody from Washington called the district attorney in Atlanta and said, you have to indict on Monday. We have to cover up all of the mistakes we just made with Weiss. 
And she said, hmm. apparently, my jurors aren't coming back till Tuesday. And they said, you didn't hear me. You have to indict on Monday. And she said, well, they're not going to get here before noon. They said, it doesn't matter. She said, this, this means it's going to be 8 or 9 or 10 o'clock at night. They said, it doesn't matter. We need the news so media who, shifting who, who off ma- who of who made that phone call? We don't know. And I'm, and I'm telling you up front, this is hearsay, but it's from a person who has remarkably good I, sources. I, I totally believe it, though, because that would explain why exactly. they leaked and they messed up on the clerk document, exactly. why she was exhausted, <laughs> and why they had the 11 p.m. press conference, Mr. Speaker. Believe it 100%. I believe that 100%. Now, who made the phone call? Was it from the White House? Was it from Merrick Gardenome Garland's? Office at the Department of Justice? I guess it really wouldn't matter, really, at that point, right? But now, ladies and gentlemen, we've got, all, we've got state senators and state representatives now putting pressure on Governor Brian Kemp to really take down Fannie Willis, Piggy Willis. So that's why I titled today's show, Is Fannie Willis Going Down? Check this out. Remember how I told you that once you got all of these other powerhouse names in the political sphere of, 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 our, of our circus of a swamp, you know, Mark Meadows, all these big names. I said, once you start putting these big names in with Donald Trump and bringing them in on racketeering, because you know if they do it in Arizona, they're going to try to bring Carrie Lake into that. Once you start bringing in these big names and these people with, uh, with, 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 with a lot of um, friends in high places, You're not just going to be able to run the table on them like this. I think this is a mistake that they made. And I told you that Mark Mark Meadows filing that official, um, filing those official documents with the court saying, we need to get this to federal court. I said that had legs, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Fulton County case, development signals potential court victory for Donald Trump. This is big news. Man, I can't believe we, I, I, I just, I wish, you know, you see some nights you see 6,000 people in here and you're like, oh, I got news. And I can tell 6,000 people this news. This is the kind of news I wish we'd had 6,000 people in here for. In an important development for President Donald J. Trump's Georgia election case, a federal judge has scheduled a hearing regarding former chief of staff Mark Meadows' appeal to transfer his case from Fulton County to federal court. Judge Steve C. Jones. Remember that name. Judge Steve C. Jones announced that the hearing will take place on August 28th. Coincidentally, that is the same day that lawyers for President Trump have a separate court case appearance in Washington, D.C. Quote, the court concludes the face of the notice of removal and attached indictment do not clearly indicate that summary remand of this matter is required. No opinion about whether the removal will be permitted or on a federal immunity defense is being made at this time, Jones wrote. Meadows must provide Fulton County District Attorney Piggy Willis with the notice of removal and Wednesday's order by August 23rd. So that is next Wednesday. Judge Jones mentioned, quote, the provided notice of removal and associated indictment don't definitely suggest that an immediate remand is necessary. The court has not formed an opinion on the validity of the removal or a potential federal immunity defense at this moment. A remand is when superior court or courts direct cases back to inferior courts for additional proceedings. Meadows recently sought to shift his indictment to federal court. His lawyers contend that since the events in question transpired during his tenure as chief of staff, he is entitled to have his segment of the indictment moved from Fulton County Superior Court. Trump is expected to amount a similar effort according to To reports, Donald Trump and his allies certainly see an advantage in a change of venue from a heavily Democratic Fulton County, but more importantly, from a corrupt, illegal 
indictment and subsequent arraignment. So if Mark Meadows is successful in this, I have a feeling Donald Trump would be too. We'll keep you updated on that. Now, we have even more amazing and crazy breaking news coming out of the news cycle today. So... James Comer, chairman of the House Oversight Committee, revealed a list of pseudonyms that Joe Biden used while he was VP. And he's demanding that NARA hand over all unredacted records of Robert L. Peters. Robert L. Peters, also known as Joseph Robinette Biden. This is where I think you're going to get a lot of the big guy's involvement is in pseudonyms. Now, those who don't know what a pseudonym is, maybe you don't remember school, but a pseudonym is basically like authors use those, right? Authors that don't want the real names out there, they use different names. I used to do plumbing and heating, and I did plumbing and heating for uh, Janet Ivanovich. Now, Janet Ivanovich is a very, 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 very famous author who lives in Etna, New Hampshire. That's not her real name, obviously. That's a pseudonym. Uh, But that's what that is. So let's get into this. House Oversight Committee James Comer today dropped uh, or yesterday, excuse me, dropped a list of pseudonym uh, names that Biden used as vice president and formally requested that the National Archives hand over all unredacted uh, records of Biden using those names immediately. Biden used the email address Robert L. Peters at PCI.gov while Barack Obama's sidekick and that his aide, John Flynn, CC'd Hunter on 10 emails containing Joe's schedule between March, or excuse me, May 18th and June 15th of 2016. Okay? He also used the name Robin Ware, W-A-R-E. Jeremy, Amy, and Covey Jean did not receive money yet. That is, that'll be the third check we've sent out to both of them. I do not know why they're not receiving it. This has happened many times with the, with the post office nowadays. Uh, we're not getting things, and people are not getting things sent to them. It's absolutely ridiculous. We had to vo- we've had to void like six checks. Uh, we'll look into that, and we'll see what's going on. Um, he also used Robin Ware and J.R.B. Ware, W-A-R-E, while working as vice president. So do we have the... Um, yeah, we can pop that on the screen, right? Now oh, that'll work. There you go. The Honorable Colleen Shogun, arch- archivist at the United States National Archives and Records Administration. And basically, this is the official letter from the, uh, the House Oversight Committee and Accountability uh, concerning uh, what they want here. There's another page of it over here. And you can see this on the Oversight Committee's um, any of Twitter account, Instagram page. Just go to Oversight Committee at GOP Oversight. It's at GOP Oversight. And you can read the entire uh, request right there. And if it's not given, then they will subpoena it. Because I guarantee you that Joe Biden, the big guy, is named in a lot of different emails and a lot of different business um, transactions as well using those pseudonyms. Now... One person that I do like that I wish was not there, I wish he was on LFA TV is, but we'll never be, we'll never, ever, ever, ever be able to uh, afford having somebody like Rob Schmidt. But I do really like Rob Schmidt uh, on Newsmax because he asks the right questions. And he got, he started grilling James Comer and saying, look, we, we really appreciate you guys doing all this investigation. We really do. But what do you say out there to the people that say you're not doing enough? What do you say to the people out there that say you are not doing enough, James Comer? And he's like, look, I would impeach right now. So if James Comer, the head of the oversight committee, and Jim Jordan and all these people say they would impeach right now, then who's it on? We know who it's on. So it should be on James Comer and the rest of these people to start doing a motion to vacate if they're not going to bring them. But listen to what was said here. I like this this, uh, this, uh, discussion. debate that's going on back and forth here between the two even though most of the courts are stacked against us we have a case that will win in court i will put what we put together up against any of the prosecutors who are trying to uh, prosecute donald trump right now because we have hard evidence we have facts we will have more testimony we will have more bank records 
And at the end of the day, my goal is to get the truth to the American people. And uh, my colleagues in the House will have an opportunity to do something with that. If they want to impeach, then then uh, then we will do that. Uh, we you know are. where I stand on that. I would vote to impeach right now. But at the end of the day, we're building a case that will win in court because what the one thing they the Bidens keep moving the goalposts. The one thing they can't keep saying is, well, you can't prove Joe did anything wrong, uh, which I would argue that's not true. But at the end of the day, there are bank accounts that we believe paid for many of Joe Biden's everyday living expenses. And those are the accounts that they're blocking us from. Those are the accounts where we're going to end have up those, in court. Have those and accounts. I believe we have a case that will win in court that will allow us to have let those me, bank accounts. Let me, let me ask you this. You, you go back to March, your committee released a document showing $1.3 million in payments from Rob Walker, Hunter's business partner, to, to Haley Biden, James Biden, Hunter Biden, and, and also an unknown Biden that got $30,000. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I believe this was Chinese money, by the way. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yes, it I, was. I think it was. It was CFSC. You see right there yep, at the top. CFSC. Do we still at this point, after all this time, not know who that unknown Biden is? No. And we uh, have subpoenaed for that. Uh, we're fighting to get that as we speak. Like I said, Rob, we're going to end up in court. And I believe we put together a case that will win in court. And you look at the investigations and I know Republicans get frustrated with congressional investigations in the past. They never amounted anything. We have put together a case that will win in court. We're going to get the truth to the American people, and I think that's what the American people want at the end of the day. Okay, well, here's my question, James Comer. I'm all for it. I'm not, I'm not down on James Comer. I'm a little down on Jim Jordan. I'm a little down on all of them for not standing up to McCarthy and doing what, was, what is right. But, okay, let's take you at your word. Who's going to bring the case? Who's going to bring the charges? I mean, I understand we can bring them later, when Trump is back, I get that. But if you're talking about bringing him to court before the 2024 election, who is going to bring it? Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You subpoena Miles Guo, number one. If you really want to know about Chinese interference, Chinese money, Chinese anything, CCP, anything, first of all, stop pretending and sleeping on Miles Guo because you know damn well the man's locked up and you know damn well he can give you the information that you need. Second of all, who's going to bring the case? Because you can, you, can have, you can have a district attorney bring a case. It obviously, all of this stuff obviously happened in a county, but then you've got to have a district attorney who's going to bring the case. Are you going to have a district attorney to bring the case like Alvin Bragg did? Well, you could, but most of it probably happened in Delaware. Most of it probably happened where there is a Democrat district attorney who's not going to bring the case. So who's going to bring the case? You've got to have somebody bring it. You've got to have somebody bring it to go to court. What's your plan on that? I just want to know. I want transparency. That's all I want. I want, this is what I want. No surprises. I don't even, I don't even believe that you need to surprise them. Just say, this is what we're doing and we're coming for you. So go ahead. This is what we're doing and we're coming for you. But Jeremy, then the, then you, the element of surprise is gone. I don't, I can't give a damn about the element of surprise anymore. Who cares? I want to let them know. I want to look them in the eye. I want to take off my glasses, look them in the eye and say, I am coming for you in every way possible. So you better lawyer up because we're going to use any and all resources, district attorneys, whatever. We'll promise them big jobs. I don't care. Bribery seems to be a thing. Let's bribe. Let's make it happen, Cap'n. Make me an honorary district attorney. I'll bring charges. Unreal. But I'm, 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 look, I'm all for this. I am all for this. Let's just get somewhere with it. Let's start cracking skulls. I'm just saying. I'm done pussyfooting and tiptoeing around, farting around this stuff. I'm ready to go all in. And you know they have the proof to get him, so get him. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, look. There's a lot of ways that we can make sure that we are okay, that our families are okay. And I'm going to tell you the first thing that you should have right now. The first thing that you should have is food and rations for your family, and you should have bug out bags. Your bug out bags should always include, and I'm not just talking about in a, in a time where Democrats are destroying everything. I'm just talking about in general. You should have a bug out bag that you can grab your sack and your kids can grab their sacks, and you can be gone if you have to on foot, and you've got first aid, you've got medical kits, you've got food supplies, you've got all that. But another thing that you could have and should have is this. Because it's small and it's an all-in-one. And it will charge every single day. And you'll be able to use anything that you need to 
to plug in anything that you need to on the go. Now, I'm looking, now I look at it from a survival point of view. A lot of you may look at this from a, hey, I want to take it camping point of view. But the world I live in today, I'm always looking around my shoulder and I'm always looking to survive because I'm ready for them to take us out at any minute. So, ladies and gentlemen, unlike the four Patriots uh, power generators that will power, like, you know, big appliances in your house, this thing is ready for you to grab part of your bug out bag and go. It's got flashlight. It's got USB ports. It's got stuff that you can plug in for. It, it's got the, uh, the, the AC adapters. Ladies and gentlemen, and it's from TacRite. So if you've bought something from TacRite before, you know it's not chinky. You know it's not garbage. You know it's well-made. It's 50% off, free shipping and handling, and the link to get this is in the description of this video. So when you go down under the title and, it's, and it says show more, click show more. It'll show you the list of our sponsors. Click that link and you're right there. They have been so incredibly happy with the LFA family that they want to continue to keep bringing good products that you can use around your house that everybody can use every day. TacRightLFATV.com. Link is in the bio. It'll take you right there. TacRightLFATV.com. Look, I'm telling you what, you never know when a hurricane of fire is going to come to your house nowadays. You never know when a hurricane of fire is going to come to and destroy your land nowadays. You never know when a train derailment is going to happen. You got to have this stuff, especially if it's a good price. Moving on. The judge in the Trump D.C. case is a whack job. We already know this. But now the judge in the D.C. case is going after Elon Musk, saying that Elon Musk was basically simping for Donald Trump by not turning over the Twitter account when they wanted it, like he was obligated to. I wish he never had. Roll it. Accusing Elon Musk of cozying up to Donald Trump. Okay, so this was related to special counsel Jack Smith's election fraud case. Prosecutors issued a search warrant back in February to Twitter for for Trump's account. Twitter delayed. They eventually handed it over, and the judge questioned why the delay. And just yesterday, the transcript of that hearing was released, and the judge said this, quote, Twitter has had quite some time to comply with the warrant and have everything prepared to turn over, so I'm a little bit concerned about where we are. Is it because the CEO, Elon Musk, wants to cozy up with the former president, and that's why you are here? So there was a back and forth about issues like First Amendment rights, executive privilege. Eventually, Twitter complied, but that was the comment from the judge. Why would Elon Musk want to cozy up to Donald Trump unless the richest man in the world knew that he was going to be president come 2025? I mean, we all know that Elon Musk is a weirdo whack job, right? Is Elon putting Jeremy and LFA TV into the light? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Elon is a crazy person who I believe wants everybody in the world to be a robot. However, he's got a big following and he's got a lot of companies that probably get a lot of their money taken from Democrats. Elon cozying up to Donald J. Trump. I'd say the only reason he would do that if he knows something that, you know, maybe something like Trump knows. That he's going to be president. Why else would he need to cozy up against him? The guy's the richest man in the world. He's got 20 times Donald Trump's worth. It isn't money. Kind of odd. But you know that those thirsty Democrats, they're going to go after anybody they can. They're going to go after anybody they can. Jeremy just said that Elon gave a shout out to LFA TV. No, I didn't. Oh, someone said that. No, I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that. I doubt that, though. If Elon had said, uh, everybody go check out LFA TV, we'd have 35,000 people in here, not 3,500. Moving on, folks. Who is Ken Griffin? Who is Ken Griffin? Not Ken Griffey. Not the famous baseball player. Wait, Elon shouted out LFA TV where? Is that true? I doubt it. I'm just, I'm looking at the comments. Because if he did, I'd love to see it. I highly doubt it. 
I just came from Elon's page and never saw it. Okay, I didn't think so. <laughs> that would be great, though, huh? I'd take it. Anyway, listen, ladies and gentlemen. Who is Ken Griffin? And how is he associated How is he associated with Ron DeSantis? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Ken Griffin is the richest man in Florida. Ken Griffin is the richest man on Florida in Florida. And there was going to be a complete ban on Chinese real estate being purchased in Florida. CCP buying up land grabbing in Florida. It was all getting ready to go to Ron DeSantis. The bill was going to be signed. Boom. No more banning the CCP, banning Chinese purchases of land in Florida, specifically Miami. But then, ladies and gentlemen, at the last minute, that bill got reshaped a little bit. And it got changed a little bit. And what was edited about that? What was changed? The part about Chinese buying land in Florida. Who had the power to change that? Ron DeSantis, before he signed it into law. Check this out. This is a story about the power that billionaire Ken Griffin has amassed in Florida just a year after moving to Miami from Chicago. So I'm in Brickell, Miami's financial center, and that's where Griffin's company, Citadel, has its new headquarters. Earlier this year, Florida's governor and presidential candidate, Ron DeSantis, pushed through an anti-China law. It would have made it impossible for citizens of China and six other countries to buy property in Miami, even a home. It was one of a slew of similar laws that Republicans passed across the United States to appeal to their conservative base. But in Miami, the law stood to complicate Griffin's plans because some Citadel employees are from China and other affected nationalities. The final law in Florida was changed so that Chinese nationals with U.S. work visas were cleared to buy property in Miami and most of Florida. And that's only because of Ken Griffin. Now, Griffin used a sliver of his fortune to hire lobbyists in Tallahassee who secured changes to the law. Now, Citadel's employees from China and anywhere else are free to buy their own home. Wow. And all they have to have is a work visa. And these billionaires will get anybody work visas that they're working with, obviously. So when I said to you guys that Ron DeSantis, did he ever do anything for Floridians or did he do everything for Ron DeSantis? And by the way, that's just not a video that I found and decided to play for you. No, I looked into it. It's 100% true. The Citadel founder assembled a network of influence to rework the proposed law. According to people familiar with the matter, the scope of the restrictions was then narrowed geographically for those work permits. The episode demonstrated the power that Griffin has amassed in Florida roughly a year after moving from Chicago, becoming a force in local politics. Huh? How do you how do you like that? A Chicago billionaire moved to Florida and now he's reshaping Florida and and, and, and literally using his influence to lean on Ron DeSantis to allow this to happen. It's true. Quote, Florida is defined by its promise of freedom and economic opportunity, and our state must continue to reflect and uphold these ideals, said Griffin. But but are you upholding the ideals of Floridians? Because you are not that. You are an Illinoisan. You are a Chicagoan. So what the hell are you talking about? Ladies and gentlemen, Ron DeSantis is not for you in Florida. Despite the fact that he's done good things, look, our Governor Sununu done the same thing. They do just enough good to keep them in power, but they're really pieces of Adam Schiff's. Please share this out for the world to hear. Let's expose more scum. Let's go to Hawaii, where the Maui Emergency Operations Chief, Herman Andea, says he does not in any way regret not sounding the alarms in Maui. How dare you for asking him that question? Roll it. Do you regret not sounding the sirens? 
I, I do not. And the reason why... And so many people said they could have been saved if they had time to escape. Had a siren gone off, they would have known that there was a crisis emerging. And as we know, so many bodies were found in the ground. As do you want, the him, do you want him to give you the answer? Or I do, do you want to well, then let him finish. The, let him finish his I'm answer. sorry, there's a lot of people... Well, you're talking and you're not letting him talk. If you want to talk, come up here. I'm ready for the answer. Then wait. Shut your mouth. Who are you? You elected officials. The sirens, as I mentioned me. earlier, is used primarily for tsunamis, and that's the reason why many of them are found, almost all of them are found, on the coastline. The public is trained to seek higher ground in the event that the siren is sounded. In fact, on the website of the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency, the firing guideline is provided. If you are in a low-lying area near the coastline, evacuate to high grounds, inland or vertically to the fourth floor and higher of a concrete building. Alerts may also come in the form of a wireless emergency alert. Had we sounded the siren that night, we were afraid that people would have gone Malka. And if that was the case, then they would have gone into the fire. And so that is the reason why our protocol has been to use WEA and EAS. By the way, I should also note that there are no sirens Malka or on the mountainside where the fire was spreading down. So even if we sounded the siren, it would not have saved those people on the, on the mountainside. Malka. Wow. Nope, we don't regret that at all. We just told everybody to shelter in place so they could fry to ashes. That, that reporter, you're right, should have taken my, Yeah, I'll come up there. I'm going to come up there and get my answer. Candyman. That's what that guy looked like. Eli, who's that actor that played Candyman? Who is it? Toby Todd. Toby Todd. Tony Todd. Tony Todd? Yeah. What a stupid name anyway. Looks like that guy. Who is? Oh, he's probably a liberal. Unbelievable. How about I have a little bit of compassion instead of reading from a, pap- uh, a, a, a piece of paper? Now, viewer discretion is advised. If you have children in the room, you're going to hear some swearing from a Maui resident who has had enough of the government lying to them and not helping them. Eli Badmoon said something about us being on the front page of something. See if you can uh, see what he says. Oh, okay. Roll it. We're not in Kauasi anymore in the ocean except sunscreen. So let us get back to our island. We can survive. If the United States government don't like help us, maybe Japan going to love Hawaii. Maybe one other country, but it's, if they can freaking take care of Ukraine, okay? $40 billion go to Ukraine. Fucking shit ain't coming to us. What the fuck? My tax paying money for 60 fucking years don't mean shit. But they're gonna take care of Ukraine, 40 fucking billion. But nobody's still here for taking us. We're suffering. All this shit we got to do on our own. And he's right. All this money to Ukraine. He says maybe we'll leave the United States and go to Japan. You know how they love Hawaii. He says. These people don't trust their own government. And just to give you a little bit more perspective of that on this, I've got the numbers for you. Since this Ukraine-Russia uh, Conflict, war, whatever you want to call it, PSYOP has started. The U.S. has lost more wealth than any other country, shedding $5.9 trillion, while North America and Europe combined got $10.9 trillion poorer. Guess who got richer last year? Russia. Russia got richer Ukraine got richer. The United States and European countries got poorer by a collective amount of $10.9 trillion. Shut your Ukraine mouth. I am sick of it. Meanwhile, you got Joey Applesauce running from every single reporter under the sun that's trying to ask this loser about anything because the only thing you can do, you know, I got to get away. I got to block out the sun. I'm a loser. Oh. 
There he goes. There he goes, folks, just walking away, mumbling and stumbling away, sharting himself as he goes. I think it's I, I think it's time that I, I I calm down for a minute. I think it's time that I uh I think I talk time that I talk about one of the greatest sponsors we have, and that's OFP Farms. Ladies and gentlemen, give give OFP Farms a big shout out. Give OFP Farms some love. Their goat milk hand and body lotion, their goat milk bath and body soaps. We gave uh, we gave some away. I hope you guys get it soon. The deodorants, ladies and gentlemen, if anybody actually knew. That the, the ingredients in our deodorants and our shampoos and our and our soaps are actually what's killing us. They would never put them on their body ever again. And I'm telling you what, those of you who have bought OFP Farm soap, you know what I'm talking about, right? That feeling when you put OFP Farm soap on your body feels different than every other soap you've ever put on your body ever before. Changes everything, regrowth of skin cells. What about the beard products? My beard isn't long enough to use beard oils, but sometimes in the wintertime, I, I, uh, I grow my beard out and I use them. Amazing stuff. The lavender, amazing soap. The lavender and vanilla is my favorite. OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. Help out a real company that actually cares about their product, cares about their animals, cares about their people, cares about their clients. OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15 to get 15% off. Become part of the OFPLFA family today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I got to show you this last video quick. But before I do, I got to tell you, you people in North Carolina, you just overrode your governor again. Your governor vetoed more uh, sex and trans uh, laws that you guys put into place so trans couldn't play against girls. Trans boys couldn't play against, uh, trans girls couldn't play against other girls. Really, boys couldn't play against girls. Sex couldn't be taught to teenagers. And sex couldn't, I mean, to, to, uh, to, to kids in, in kindergarten. And your governor overrode it, but you guys have override proof in your state and you overrode your governor again. That's what I like to be, see. Big shout out to North Carolina. Now, this is what I've been waiting for. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Rogan is literally going to get his entire 20 million people audience to vote for Donald Trump. Before it's over, roll this. I'm an armchair uh, conspiracy theorist, but uh, if I had to guess, I would say that all this stuff that's coming out slowly but surely about Biden is on purpose, and they want they want to get rid of him. I think he wants to run again, and I don't mm. think the Democrats think that he can win. I think they're right, and I think they're gonna slowly but surely expose more of these uh, like very clear pieces of evidence of corruption. Yeah, yeah. The twenty million dollars is. Bananas. The fact that this isn't all over the New York Times and the Washington Post and mainstream news, that they're not blaring it from the rooftops, because you know they would be if it was Trump. Oh, absolutely. Or really any, you know, any, it wouldn't matter, Trump or, or whomever would be on the GOP side. Congresswoman, we know. Old- Ladies and gentlemen, you know it as well as I do. We are winning the court of public opinion and we are waking everybody up. And I pray that Donald Trump does counter-programming against the RNC. I pray that he does. Ladies and gentlemen, also, make sure you tune in to everything Mike Lindell, what he's doing at that summit. Pete Sintilli was there, but his feed got cut off. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Lindell still fighting. He said he is literally draining his bank account to fight for us. So you know what we do. We fight for him. My family does it. Your family does it. And I'm going to tell you right now, if there's something you still don't have, just think about purchasing it today. And if you do think about per- using the promo code LFA, because it helps Mike Lindell and it helps us too. It's the only way that we continue. OFP Farms, Four Patriots, LFA TV, MyPillow.com, all of us. We need you and we love you. Folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you, I promise, will ever prosper. Will Johnson and Culture Wars is starting right now. I urge all of you to go watch his show. Keep the LFA train moving. Let's keep the numbers going, and let's keep saving America. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face, and whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Peace out. I love you guys. Bye.
that we first in America.